Hello, everyone. Hi. Um, welcome. Um, as you guys know, uh, me and my fiance Sarah, we've done numerous pod- podcasts in the past. Um, but today, I wanted to come on here and um, share some thoughts um, to you all. Um, and number one, um, I want to tell you a little bit more about myself. Um, my name's Terrence. Uh, I grew up in Toledo, Ohio. Um, unfortunately, (laughs) uh, I, I was heavy in the church, um, when I was younger. Uh, I was saved at a young age, you know, believe in Jesus. Um, but as you guys know, just because you believe in something when you're younger, such as Jesus, and, you know, you believe, you know, in God, uh, you go through spirals and different emotions, and you go through puberty was really hard for me, simply because when I was older and I was in my teens, um, I had a lot of trouble finding who I was. I didn't know my father. Uh, He was in and out of my life. Um, So I would... uh, I was real close with my grandmother. She basically raised me. My mom raised me, but it was my grandma who kind of instilled like good value systems and different things into me. Um, I loved my mom, but my mom was trying to find who she was. And you know how you know the the saying goes when 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 kids have kids. That's kind of how that was. And you know, me and my sister, my mom did the best she could with us. But it was my grandmother who really instilled. Um, the kind of things in me that I am the way I am today. Um, so, yeah, uh, I was, you know, I had a lot of trouble uh, making friends and finding myself. I was very awkward, socially awkward. I was real quiet, real shy. Uh, a lot of people used to make fun of me, definitely when I was in elementary school, because I was overweight. I was really fat. Uh, all I did was eat Twinkies and Cocoa Puffs. I'm going to be honest. Um, I have no shame in my game, and they were really, really good. Um, but it, 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 it didn't get me nowhere because I was freaking overweight. And then I'd get mad when kids make fun of me, and my mom say, well, stop eating the Cocoa Puffs and the, and, the, and, the, and the Ho-Hos and all that stuff and the Pizza Rolls. and the, you know, I still love them today, too. So. You never told me about that. Be quiet. I'm talking. I'm sorry. But anyways, um... Yeah, and then, you know, once I was in middle school, I start exercising. I got into football, and I lost all my weight. Then I started getting confident, and I met a couple friends in high school um, that kind of brought me out of my comfort zone, and I started talking to girls and started getting a little swagger to me, and I started feeling good. Um, but, you know, during that whole process, you know, I feel like, you know, the, the whole process of me, you know, gaining confidence, it made me... Not trust in God so much. And I don't mean that it didn't make me trust in God so much. But when I was in that time where I didn't have any friends and I was kind of lonely to myself and I was overweight, I feel like I called out to God more because I needed him. In which really spiritually in my life, I was more in tune with God. Uh, opposed to when I was confident in doing everything on my own and everything was going good. You know, my body looked right. And, I mean, everything was going good. And I, I think it, it's, I want, that's what I want to talk about today. Um, because it ties with my testimony is why do we go to God when we feel like 
that it's the worst of all the worst situations. Why can't we just go to God when everything's good? You know, we sit here and we pray to God asking for certain things, but once we get them and once he blesses us with these, with these certain things, why do we stop going to him after that? Um, and I've noticed that in Christianity today, whether you believe in God or not, um, you know, even with this coronavirus, I, I really feel, I really feel like there's gonna, there's, there's more people going to God right now than ever before. And even if it took something like a coronavirus to really make us wonder about our spirituality and wonder about like, man, God, are you really out there and make them go to something, go to actually something that's out of their norm, out of their dimension, out of their, their comfortability. It begs the question, like why, when you were going from your day to day life, why can't you go to God then? You know, um, it just, it just, I don't kind of irritates me. Like, you know, we, whether you believe in God or not, like I said, like that's your own personal choice. And I'm pretty sure that if you don't believe in God, you believe in something. Um, whether if it's that's, um, God only knows, like if you believe in family, if you believe in, um, anything of the sort, even if you believe in family, if you believe that, you know, friendship, whatever you believe in that has a good core to who you are, you still, when things are bad, you harp and you go to them, including family. But when things are good, things are just, you never call them. You never go and visit them, you know. But when soon as, you know, all hell breaks loose, you go running. You know, it's just like, why can't we as a people be so stable enough that whether if it's bad or whether if it's good, like we're going to stay consistent, like through everything and I'm even talking to myself because I I I never used to have a problem with with fear or anxiety until I start until I start meeting my fiance and I'm that's not saying nothing bad about her but I feel like some of her worries some of her anxiety kind of jumped onto me and you never know it when it happens you just kind of wake up and you're like oh well this is new and then you just then you remember about how you used to be, and you're like, no, this is this is not cool. But then there's other things that jump off of me onto her that are good things. That I'm like, okay, well, I know she got that from me, you know. So I don't know. It's it, it's it's definitely weird. But back to my testimony. Um, I was into very very heavy drugs, like weed. Uh, I took a couple pills from time to time. Simply because, you know, even though I had a relationship with God, I was really depressed and empty. Um, just because, you know, for a lot of you Christians out there who have a relationship with God, um, maybe you guys know this, maybe you guys don't, but just because you believe in God and just because, you know, you may read the Bible and you may be going to a local church, does not that does not mean that you're free in the inside. You can go to churches in the pulpit for years years and still not be satisfied in the inside. It takes really an inward peace to satisfy you. And, you know, and for those of you who don't know, that's the Holy Spirit. And at that time, I didn't have the Holy Spirit. 
I didn't even know really even like how to even access the Holy Spirit. I knew about it and I heard about it, but I never actually had it or experienced it. And um, when I was in high school, I went to a church called Cornerstone and I went there and I served there for years. Me and my mom and my sister went there and then, you know, you find out things about the church that are very like unpleasant. You know, you find out about money laundry and you know, that some of the pastors are, you know, just doing some crazy stuff. And, you know, and I'm not trying to say about anything. And But at the end of the day, everyone's not perfect. Um, pastors, ministers, just they have sin in their life just like we have sin in our lives. But I wanted to go to a church that was going to be sound-based with the good foundation and that just wasn't it for me so I moved on but through that process of me going to Cornerstone I met a friend his name's Matt Collins and from that he prayed for me and once he prayed for me I received the Holy Spirit and once I received the Holy Spirit it helped that void in me that I had and I was able to really feel a sense of peace and you know really in my soul where I didn't have to turn to cigarettes or drugs or any of that crazy stuff. Um, and then I met his family, and now they're like my family. They're like my father and my mom. I call them mom and pops. So that's just, it's, and then this was before my mom actually had passed. Um, that's when I really just went off the deep end, but really don't want to talk about that right now. Um, but at the time when I lost all that stuff, I felt like I had nobody, and God blessed me with even more than what I had before. And that that's something else that, like, when God takes stuff from you or when he or when you lose something and you really know God and you really have faith in him, he will give you back double what you lost. Um, you know, I lost my mom and my father in the same month. Um, my dad had a stroke. My mom passed um, by a doctor with wrong medication. Um, so it was just a mess. But he blessed me with another mom and, and another dad and a brother who was like my best friend and even an, a new sister um, through the whole process. So God always replaces what life takes away. God don't take it away. God didn't take my mom away. Life did. Sin did. But God will always replace it with something better because that's how good he is. And not only that is... You know, because of that, of me being, you know, in certain situations in my life, um, they were able to, my spiritual family, they were able to help me get to a place of confidence that I'd never been at. And it broke the fear out of me. It broke the anxiousness out of me. They helped me get my license. I didn't have my license. I was 22 years old, didn't, couldn't drive. They helped me get my license. Um, just the whole thing started breaking out of, of my life once that happened. I feel like once I got my license, all the dominoes effects just start falling into place because I took the type of faith and I actually did something that I was afraid of. And once I did that, all the other things that God wanted to bless me with started to fall in place because I did that one simple act of faith. So like... Fear is a liar, and sometimes 
fear will put something in you and it'll hold you so tight and it'll grip you because not just because let's say if, if you're your you're fear of, of doing something the devil could put that fear in you because not because of your fear of that thing but what if you actually did that thing or you accomplished that thing the devil's worried about once you accomplish that thing the things that are behind that thing that are out there for you that's what he don't want you to get to so like he'll he'll make you fear that thing or accomplishing that thing long enough so you can't get to the other things so yeah i just wanted to come here and talk to you guys about a few things that um you know that really been on my heart and hope you guys are staying safe out there and remember to wash your hands and you know keep stay stay at home um if you have to get out go out take a little drive but don't make it too long me and sarah going for ice cream later so yay that'll be fun um but yeah like i really encourage you guys too man like if you guys don't know god or if you guys don't really even feel like you even want to get to know god I would suggest that you still try to. I, I I really would really suggest that you really open up your guys' hearts in this time. Um, you see how the world's going. You see how people are dying left and right. Um, I really would encourage you guys to really find a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Um, definitely in the time we're living in, if you don't have Jesus as a foundation... What do you have? I mean, our heartbeat, once that stops, we have nothing. You can't take money with you. You can't take our loved ones with us. You can't take anything in this world. Once your heart stops, you're done. And the only thing that you'll have is the relationship you have with Jesus Christ. And if it didn't live up to that standard of, 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 of knowing him, you failed that life. Some of you may agree with that. Some of you may not. But you failed. Because all this stuff that we hold dear. Money. Success. Houses. It's all going to go away eventually. And the only thing that will remain is God's word. That's the only thing that's going to remain. It's his word. And if you don't know his word. If you don't know him. You have failed the course of life. Because... To live life and to know fully of life is to know him. Because he is life. So if you don't really... You will never know the fullness of life until you know him. Think about that. Alright, I love you guys. Bye.